let's go to the Dr. Glatt. Grow your hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt's Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Check him out online at drglatt.com. This guy joining us right now, I know, has answers on how to solve the Eagles' problems. Is that correct, Tony Jake Sacatillo? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a five-letter word. It's called hurts. That's all. <laughs> All right, we'll, go, we'll, I, we'll definitely come back to that because I, I know you're not telling me that Jalen Hurts is the answer to all of our problems, right? He's he, he Put it this way, I'm not saying he's the answer, but he definitely will help us get a solution. How's that? All right, well, that's a little tease for you there. But Tony is about as good as it gets when it comes to the world of fantasy. So much so that I've told this story many, many times. But Jigsaw is at a... A league with a lot of top-notch fantasy football experts from different uh, outlets out there, news outlets, whether it's CBS Sports, Roto World, all that. And all Tony does is continue to wing. Jigsaw, top three performances past weekend, sir? Yeah, man, top three. And again, man, just like literally eight points from first. It's like, oh, like just picking the wrong defense here and there. That's about it, but... The lineup was solid again. Is there a season two behind this, or is it just week by week? This is actually week by week. Um, so it, it, it's at DFS week by week, strictly through DraftKings. And uh, Mike Barner uh, from RotoWire does a great job. And, and what he does is he tallies all the you know all the stats at the end of the year and shows you you know how many top three performances, how many top five performances. So there's 20 of us. So it's a really, really fun league. A lot of really, really insensual guys in there. ESPN, Roto World, Roto Wire. I mean, it's the, 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 it's the list is endless. So a lot of pressure on Jigsaw to represent the gambler here. So I'm trying my best. Well, you've been doing a great job all season long. Of course, it started with baseball, correct? Where you lit it up as yes. well. Yeah. And so. we're going to be doing basketball. And we're going to be doing basketball too, so we're going to go. We're going to roll right into this, so it's going to be pretty fun. T. Catillo twenty three. It's a mandatory follow. It doesn't get any easier than that. It's all I'm telling you. All things fantasy and of course sports. Jigsaw has you covered. All right, now I need to be selfish here, as I always do. I lost last <laughs> week. Uh, I was clean. I was. Uh, I was desperate. I went with Rex Burkhead. I typed that into you on Sunday morning on Sunday service yeah. on the Gambler, and then he goes down with a torn ACL or whatever it was. Yeah. He's he's done. He didn't get any points out of him, so that was just terrible. Uh, but bottom line is now I'm scraping, and I don't know where to turn as far as getting help at the running back position. Now, last week there were a lot of my players that were on uh, bye week. This week, not so much. So It's not like I'm as desperate as I was last week, but... If there's a guy or two at that running back position that you think I should claim this week, who is it? Who's at the top of your list, Jigsaw? Well, you know, it, this is so hard. And I'm not trying to sound cocky here, but a lot of these names are names that me and you have talked about on a final judgment three, four weeks ago. So, it, you know, if you go on these top sites, you're like, oh, here's the top three guys. Well, we've been telling you to pick them up for the longest time here. So, uh, you know, it's hard. But what I will tell you is now, depending on what happens on Thursday night, uh, there's a major issue with the Baltimore Ravens right now. I mean, guys are just testing positive at will. Looks like they got like a super spreader event going on throughout that team. So if they play, the number one running back is going to be Gus Edwards. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram both out. Uh, they they tested positive, so they will not play. Uh, so you have two guys on that team. It's Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Now, what I will tell you is Gus Edwards will be the number one guy. But for all you DFS guys out there, uh, they did, DFS, Justice Hill, could be a gem. I'm telling you right now, he's going to be very low 
uh, money-wise. He does a lot. He catches and he runs. So he could he could prove pretty valuable uh, on Thursday night if they play that game. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah, because they're dealing with a lot of the coronavirus, as you pointed out. But uh, those two main guys, Dobbins, and uh, who's the other guy that's that's out for Baltimore Ravens at this point in time? It's Mark Ingram. Ingram. And Thank Dobbins. you. Yep. Correct. Those yep. two are definitely out. So uh, we will keep our eye on the backfield for the Baltimore Ravens now. And um, Rex, you said Rex is out. So the other guy is James White, and most people have given up on James White. He wasn't doing very well, but. You know, he comes in the game, he gets six receptions for 60, 70 yards. He does exactly what he's supposed to do. He's another guy. And the last guy, look at Frank Gore. Uh, you know, Perrine is out, P. Ryan, whatever you want to say. And Frank Gore is the only running back on the Jets. Just for sheer volume alone, he's going to get something. Uh, so if you're that desperate for a running back, uh, he definitely could be a guy you could pick up. And the last one I'm going to tell you is I, I mentioned this last week, and it came to fruition this week, Cam Akers. If he is available, you need to pick up Cam Akers. He will be the number one volume running back on the Rams. Slowly but surely, he is getting more and more carries. You've seen it last night. He got more carries than, uh, than Henderson, and he got more carries than Malcolm Brown. So he is going to be the number one guy going ahead. Unfortunately for Frank Gore, he's going to be in the Miami Dolphins. Uh, that defense yeah, is pretty decent. He's got a uh, ridiculous defense right yep. now. But, yep. but again, volume. It's all To me, it's all about volume. So, uh, you know, there's no, no competition for carries out there. He's going to get the rock 20 times. So, uh, you know, he might get a garbage touchdown here and there as well. Our fantasy guru for the gambler, Jigsaw Cotillo, Tony, or you can follow Tony at Cotillo 23 excuse me. Uh, speaking of volume, it seems like Nelson Aguilar with the Las Vegas Raiders, mm. he's getting a ton of look. What's going on there? What are you seeing from Nelson, uh, his fantasy yeah. value? You know, he's six touchdowns already this year, and he's, He's very uh, – what I will tell you is he's inconsistent. You know, he'll get, you know, 16, then 1, 18, then 0. So you really have to do your homework to see what kind of matchup. Uh, I didn't think he was going to do well against Kansas City. I thought that Derek Carr was going to have a big game. That was a bad pick on my part just because of the revenge factor. But, um, listen, Nelson Aguilar, if you pick the right matchup, uh, again, we talked about this, he's got the highest catch or target-to-catch ratio in the NFL, another another ex-Eagle looking good, but uh, that's another story for another day. So if you pick the right matchup, Nelson Aguilar is getting a good good amount of looks for Oakland. Right. Oh, or Vegas, I'm sorry. Yeah, Vegas, there you go. i got to get that right. <laughs> uh, well, you know, look, they, they look good. They deserve our respect, even though they coughed it up yeah. against the Chiefs. Uh, that's still a pretty good squad. Uh, as yeah. far as something that you're taking away from the previous week, sticking with the Raiders, we were talking about this a little yesterday. Carr looks like he's a pretty darn good quarterback. You know, if, if he, this is the genius of John Gruden. And again, you know, you have to separate what you just said as a pretty darn good quarterback. We're talking about NFL wise, not talking about fantasy, but as an NFL quarterback, he is very serviceable and he's proven to be more serviceable. He's actually being consistent. Now, for fantasy purposes, he barely slipped 150 yards for the, the previous three weeks, but then he throws up 250 plus against. A really good football team, and it, it, it's John Gruden. It's coaching. John Gruden is an offensive guru. And, listen, he doesn't have stellar weapons in, in Vegas either. I mean, you're talking Henry Ruggs, still learning how to run routes, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, Nelson Aguilar, Darren Waller, which is a, a beast as a tight end. But still, 
We're not talking about Randy Moss out here. So Derek Carr is really showing that he does belong in the NFL, and they and they're doing really well under him. So yeah, he, he he's actually proved a lot of skeptics wrong. I agree with that. Uh, Taysom Hill is that a guy that you should be looking at if you need a quarterback right now, or a tight yeah. end, or a kick returner, tackle, whatever. <laughs> He's eligible all over the place. Hey, you know, let me tell you something. They're going to fix that. I'll tell you that right now. There's no way he's going to be able to be tight and eligible this week. But what I will say is it's surprising. I did not see that coming. But what I did say, though, is this is Sean Payton written all over it. And they pay this guy $16 million guaranteed to just sit on the bench and not be a guy that they trust and have confidence in. He did everything in that game. And I don't know, Sean. I don't know who this dude is gigantic. He is a physical specimen. He really is. I don't think people realize how strong this guy is. And as a quarterback, he did it all. He passed, he ran, he, I mean, Michael Thomas, he got Michael Thomas back involved in the game. Uh, you know, how, how, how awesome is Taysom Hill? So yeah, start him with confidence. If you can get him, start him. He is the real deal. All right, Jigsaw Cotillo joining us here on the Dr. Glatter Grow Your Hair line. Um, you know, we were talking about a number of running backs, and I know this guy because I couldn't pronounce his last name. Balage, Kalen Balage. Yeah, Kalen Balage. What's Balage. the what? What did he show you in Week Eleven, Jigsaw? Oh, he showed again. He's the man uh, again. He, you know, in Week Ten, seventy-three percent of the touches. In Week Eleven, eighty-four percent of the touches. So the only thing you need to be careful of, Austin Eckler, is going to come off. The IR list with, you know, he was battling a hamstring for a while, uh, but we don't know if he's going to play against Buffalo. So read the reports. If Austin Eckler does not play in Week 12, you can keep Kalen Balazs as a steady starter in your lineup. Again, 15-plus fantasy points every single week. He's definitely productive as your running back number two. All right, one thing that I just want to point out that's live and breaking right now, DeAndre Swift has been upgraded to limited participant at practice today on the Lions injury report, and it's Ooh. he's now a probable for Thursday, so it looks like he could Thank play. God. If that's the case, I have to put him back in there, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's why you were hurt last week. No, DeAndre, so that hurt everybody because nobody even knew he was hurt. He, no, I didn't know he had a concussion. All of a sudden, you find out he had a concussion protocol, and he's not playing. And this is a short week, but, yeah, you 100%. If he's starting, he is your number one guy. All right. Uh, keep it moving as far as players from last week that have looked good. Let's go two wide receivers here. C.D. Lamb with the Dallas Cowboys. If somebody has an opportunity to scoop him up, he's still on a lot of people's rosters. But if he isn't, uh, right now with Andy Dalton, he might be a, a good player to grab. Yeah, did you see that catch? That, that, I mean, I just I wanted to cry. I mean, the, the way he turned around... And the way he got – I mean, listen, this kid is legit. And uh, the reason why I have him on there, you know, again, a lot of people gave up on him because of, you know, the shenanigans of the quarterback. And nobody knew it was going to happen because essentially he's listed as a number three guy. But I'll tell you what, Andy Dalton really likes C.D. Lamb. And if you remember what Andy Dalton did, you know, when, when he was in Cincinnati – it wasn't just A.J. Green. It was T.J. Guzmanzana, right? There was another guy, and, and C.D. Lamb kind of fits that role. He's all over the field. He could do a lot more than Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. So C.D. Lamb could eventually be the most productive fantasy guy for the rest of the year for the Cowboys. And another guy that we forgot to mention, uh, I, I forgot to mention, is you know could be on waivers, Michael Pittman Jr. I mentioned him two weeks ago. I mentioned him last week. He was on my fantasy roster for DFS last week again because he was productive. 
He is Vincent Jackson all over again. The Philip Vincent Jackson connection in San Diego is now going to be the Philip Michael Pittman connection in Indianapolis. That week after week, he was unhealthy for five weeks. Now he's back, and Philip absolutely loves him. It's good to know. I'm going to go ahead and check that waiver wire right now, see if I can grab him. Um, all right, anything else from Week 11 that has your attention that you would like to bring up right now? Uh, you know, just just be very careful in Pittsburgh. A lot of people, you know, James Conner, I, I get it. They're, you know, he, listen, he, he slips once again, only 13 carries. They, they're really falling in love with the triple running back out there with McFarland and Benny Snell. James Conner's just not getting the volume. But Deontay Johnson, I'll tell you what, Deontay Johnson is the next Antonio Brown. I mean, everybody's talking about Claypool because he has 10 touchdowns. It was electric in his own right. But Deontay Johnson is doing everything for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, man, do they know how to draft uh, wide receivers. No, you're right about that. All right, Jigsaw, let's get on over it. World of Fantasy to Jigsaw. Ticatillo 23 is where you can find him. But now he wants to sink his teeth into uh, the victim here, the Philadelphia Eagles. And he wants to talk a little bit about how they should handle this quarterback situation that they're staring at right now, and whether or not Carson Wentz is the issue, or should it be Jalen Hurts' team, Doug Peterson needs to go, all of the above. You know, look, Jigsaw, I'll be, I'll be honest with you here. We talked about this a little earlier, and, and to me, I, I can't sit here and tell you I agree where it's one thing and this team is going to figure out to find a, a find a victory. I just don't see that. I think there's a lot of things that are true with this team right now. The offensive line too banged up. Doug Peterson just not having a good season with play calling. You could be fair and say he started last year. That's fine, but this year, man, he has been god awful. A lot of question marks with his play calling. Carson Wentz is having a terrible football season. That's all there is to it. Um, what else can I go into? You know, there's just so many reasons why this team stinks right now and can't find a victory. But you seem to think that if you put Jalen Hurts in there, that might be a step in the right direction. Well, I think it's the only way you can find out who it really is. And, you know, there's been a lot of speculation. And I get it. Listen, Vic does a great job for us on the station, but he loves him some Carson Wentz. And that's fine. And I like Carson Wentz as well. But we, can, we can't continue to make the same excuses. I know he was posting a picture of, you know, how wide open Patrick Mahomes has people to throw to and Carson Wentz does and it's the offensive line. And I'll tell you what, the Rams lost their left tackle in the Pro Bowl left tackle last week. And last night, Jack Off looked pretty damn good. So, again, it's amazing. Well, he stunk in the second half. Hold up. He wasn't good in the well, second half. Wait, how, how many? Did you fall asleep? How many touchdowns did he throw? I think what he end up with two last night. He, he looked pretty. He looked pretty good. I, I, I get the game changed a little bit, but again, it, you know how many three touchdowns? He had three there. touchdown passes. Excuse me, three touchdown passes, two interceptions, and they won the game. They did win the game. Yes, he threw for three hundred seventy-six well, yards. His completion percentage seventy-six percent all across the board. I like Jared Goff, and I know. Look, when it comes down to it, you look at all these teams. Everybody has some sort of injury on the offensive yes. line, right? Everybody. But everybody. We're talking about what, ten? Ten games played by the Philadelphia Eagles, nine games they had different starting five at the offensive line position. I mean that's that's tough. That's tough to to I mean look, bottom line is there is truth behind the numbers. Carson Wentz is getting hit more than anybody else out there. Uh as I pointed out just with the, the rotation of starting offensive alignment. That's all facts. I'm not here to tell you that you're completely wrong, but I, I, I just think, man, <laughs> 
you know, we can't just blame it all on Carson Wentz here either. You, you, you can't, no. And, and again, this is where people are getting it twisted. I am not the guy that says Car, it's all 100% Carson Wentz. This is, you know, Sean, when we were doing PLA, you know I cannot stand Doug Peterson. And again, I've said this any day of the week. If, if you would line up, you know, three people like they test like uh, Pepsi or peanut butter and you blindfolded everybody and you say, here, let three guys speak, you would pick Doug Peterson as the one guy you thought was like a grocery bagger for Gennari's. Okay, you would not think he was an NFL head coach without seeing and knowing who he is. Because, again, he caught lightning in a bottle in 2017. This is who he is. But Carson Wentz, look at the numbers, 19th in passing yards, 15th in completions, 20th in touchdowns, first in INTs, 58% completion rate. Sean, you know that is 12% lower than the next guy up. He's last in the NFL. 6.2 yards per attempt. The worst in the NFL. Daniel Jones is playing better than Carson Wentz. Any other player gets benched. Any other player. And again, we don't know who this is, but don't you have to, don't you owe it to everybody to figure out is this Doug or is this Carson or is it both? You have to find this out. And here's the problem they're scared. They're backed into a corner because they can't. You know why they can't? Because what happens if Hurts comes in? and he's electric. I'm not saying he's going to be, but what if he is? Hmm. What if he wins two games in a row? How do you go back to Carson? Now you have, what, a $34 million backup? That's so, that's fair, no quality. doubt. No doubt, but what I will tell you is that you need two quarterbacks. It, it, like These quarterbacks get dinged up, especially yeah. like a guy like you're Jalen right. Hurts. So I, I, would, right. I would tell you that I think you're wrong because Doug Peterson and that offensive co- and those offensive coaches know... I, in my opinion, that their best option to win football games is with Carson Wentz. That's all. That's the only thing that's going through my head right now, and that Jalen Hurts is not ready. See, I, I, I don't believe that. I don't. I, 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 I think, I, 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 obviously, I'm always going to go against the green, right? That's just who I am. <laughs> but I think, I think that he is ready. I think Doug has a ton of plays. He's ready to go for Jalen Hurts, and I think up a top of Doug Peterson is getting told, no, Carson Wentz is the guy, and he continues to start. I don't think this is Doug's decision at all, and I don't think Doug can make the decision. Okay, just like he did, we've seen it last year. There's a power struggle going on. So I think I think if Doug had his way, I think Jalen Hurts will be starting. I'm telling you that right now. I think Jalen Hurts will be starting. I don't think this is a Doug Peterson decision. But there's one way. There's only one way to figure this scenario out is to let the kid play. You have to. You you you, have, you drafted him in the second round. Say what you want. You drafted him in the second round to do what? To run an RPO? Who knows? Twice in a game? Who knows? Right. Yeah. Right. But, but, but you have to see if the kid can play. And what better? You have nothing to lose right now. What better time? I mean, sometimes, listen, if all the, everything, all the stories are right about Carson. If he is being stopped. Listen, I've heard Carson say, I'm not going to change. It's not going to change. Well, dude, you need to change. If you're not going to change, you're going to keep doing the same thing, and it's the same product we watched for the last six weeks because he hasn't changed. He hasn't done anything different. Look at the game film. He's laid on every throw. He's skittish on every read. Okay, if something's not right with Carson. And if any other quarterback was doing this, they would be benched, at least for a game. To, 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 you don't know. Maybe it does not good. Maybe he needs a wake-up call. Yeah. But all I'm saying is we will never know 
okay, if we do not do this. And now is the time to do it, in my opinion. There's no other, there's no end of football about it. Well, I don't necessarily disagree with you so much like that. I, I, I'm on record saying this, this team is a disaster. It's three, seven, and one. Yeah. You know, they need to find a victory some way, somehow. And the way Carson is throwing it, it's not going to happen with him at the quarterback position. So maybe you go with somebody else and maybe you throw Jalen Hurts in there. Plus, I don't want to see Carson Wentz get hurt. And then all of a sudden he, no. he'd be dinged up for next year like Joe Burrow. So that, that would not be anything good. So, uh, I'm okay if they were to say, you know what, let's put Jalen Hurts in there. It's just, I, I, then it comes back to Doug. Doug needs to win a football game here. Like, like we were talking about this earlier today. Yep. You finished the season with three wins. You could very well be on, you know, that, that, that playing out of here at the end of the year. See, I don't think that happens. I don't, I, I don't, I, 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 listen, I would love for it. I drive on the airport, to be honest with you. Um, but no, no doubt about it. I call an Uber. I pay whatever I need to get him out of here, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I agree. I, really don't. I agree. I think I, because the loyalty, Jeffrey Lurie's got loyalty. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and Doug won exactly. a Super Bowl. I think there's too much going on with the coronavirus, all that. All these play, these people that think these coaches are going to get fired, I just don't see it, man. Like James Franklin, Penn State, don't see him getting fired. He's spending the year nope. in Penn State without his kids and his wife, and you think that they're going to fire him. Not you, Tony, but a lot of people do, and, and right. we'll see. But now, with Doug Peterson, same thing. The loyalty is there. And let's not forget about Howie Roseman, how he got this gig from Joe Banner. Joe Banner was best friends with Jeffrey Lurie, and he got rid of him to bring in Howie Roseman. And Howie Roseman has exactly. been, been around this organization for how many years now with the Chip Kelly scenario, and now you're going to fire him? I don't see that either. No, me neither. I keep saying, I keep saying this offseason is going to be a big three. Okay, it's going to be Jim Schwartz. It's going to be the scapegoat. We're yep. Fire Jim Schwartz. Yep. Okay. Jalen Hurts is going to be your starting quarterback next year, and Carson Wentz is going to be in Indianapolis. Come on. No way. Uh, this, is what I, this is what I'm telling no you. No way. And what's going to happen is they're going to hire the nice, shiny toy from college to be their offensive coordinator. They're watching what Joe Brady's doing right now. Right, Jansen loves Joe Brady in Carolina. And, and listen, I, I agree with him. It, it, look, look what Carolina is doing right now. That, that's a great comparison. Look what Carolina is doing in that rule and Joe Brady out there. No matter how many injuries they have, their number one offensive weapon, Christian McCaffrey, goes down. Oh, Mike Davis doesn't skip a beat. They bring guys in, Robbie Anderson from the Jets. All the, Teddy Bridgewater goes down. Uh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. P.J. Walker from the XFL comes in. Right? He threw two interceptions, though, but they did beat the Lions. But still, but still, what I'm saying is, you know, they have they have they you know they they have some kind of mojo going. Mm-hmm. They have so we have nothing. We have the most stagnant offense in the NFL. So something's got to happen. But Doug's not going anywhere, even though I wish he would. All fair, all fair, and it's all from Tony Jigsaw Get you out of here on this one, Jake. So, what are the Phillies doing? Oh, I just, you know, right before I, right before I came on, I just seen that the Blue Jays interested in JT, and I just wanted to cry. Um, you know, I love the Atlanta Braves or you know Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton to the Braves. Yeah. Good yeah. lord. Yep. Yeah. Again, again, the Braves just because they know how to do things, uh, and we're, we're still we're still windowing away, and you know, counting pennies, counting shekels. Like, you know, like uh, Bob Cratchit and Mr. Scrooge and Christmas Carol worrying about the pandemic. Like, are you kidding me? Like, every other team's getting better, and we're just sitting around with Ned Rice. 
Uh, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's so disheartening, so discouraging. Uh, you don't know what's going to go on. I mean, we, thank God for the Sixers. <laughs> I mean, thank God for the Sixers and Daryl Morey to give us a little bit of, a, a little bit of action, a little bit of, you know, future, uh, you know, excitement coming our way December 22nd. So uh, I think that's all we have to look forward to right now. It really is. Well, Jigsaw, I look forward to your weekly hits. That's all I know, because you like to do it all. You hit on everything, I toss it out there, and you knock it out of the park every single time. And I appreciate your help throughout the course of the season on Daily Fantasy. i got two regular season uh, games left. I need to make the playoffs. If I don't, I'm going to be completely uh, distraught, even though I had a ton of injuries. Not making any excuses, but my team dealt with a ton of injuries this year. So... But I can't miss the playoffs, damn it. But I got two games left. No, you can't miss it. So I hit the, the hit the waiver wire heavy. We'll see if I get a couple of those names. As always, Tuesdays, we go a little longer here, but you can hear Jigsaw every day here on the Daily Ticket at 3.50-ish, talking all things Daily Fantasy with his 90-second vignettes, the best 90 seconds, the fastest 90 seconds in fantasy sports. Jigsaw, always a pleasure connecting with you, sir. Uh, best of luck, and uh, we'll touch base tomorrow. Sounds good, Sean. Thanks oh, and, and have a great Thanksgiving, you and the family. Yes, yes, that's right. Happy Turkey Day, my man. You the man. There he is, Jigsaw Cotillo. Tikatillo 23.